celebrating our connection with our pets. This is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Al Abrams and Judy Francis. It is almost 2013, just around the corner. Today we are looking back at 2012, some of the great celebrities and guests that joined us throughout the year. We're also still taking your calls at 1-866-405-8405, albeit we've had a little bit of eggnog. So if our (laughs) answers sound crazy, (laughs) that's the reason. Have you made your New Year's resolutions yet? Dr. Debbie, how about you? Any good New Year's resolutions? I kind of make a, not a formal resolution because then when I fall on my face, I don't like it. Oh. <laughs> but, but I have kind of taken on the kind of general aspiration to, to be nicer to people like I would to animals. Oh. <laughs> so it's always easy to be nice to animals. And sometimes it's really hard to, to be, be nice, nice to, people. to unpleasant people. Yep. So I'm just going to treat them like my favorite, say, Chihuahua, Labrador, <laughs> or domestic short-haired cat. And I'm just going to envision that little animal face. So that's mine. Scratch him under the chin. <laughs> Flip his lips. Yeah. Flip him over and scratch that underbelly. That might get a little attention. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> just don't clean any anal glands. What about you, Alan Kibble? I got a, I got a couple of things. Uh, first of all, I'm working on my third million because the first two are way too hard. And then uh, there's this $295 burger I saw on the uh, on the internet. There, this guy cooks up, and I'm like, why is wow. it worth so much? The bun has got these gold flakes in there, so I want to buy a couple of those burgers and uh, feed it to my dogs and send the dogs over to my neighbor's lawn to give them a gold gift. And that's a beautiful, <laughs> Aww, beautiful so resolution. I, yes. I hope you get that resolution. I hope that works. Works for you there, big Me guy. Too. What about you, Judy? Anything? My New Year's resolution is not to make any resolutions. There you go. And I, I keep love. it every year. Keep That's it. a chicken way to go about this, though. Let's hear from you at one 405 There's a certain celebrity you heard over the uh, last year you want to hear back in our tribute. Call us. Coming up in today's show, we have Davy Jones, mm-hmm. uh, the last interview before he... Uh, Expired. Before we lost him. Betty White, Kristen Chenoweth, Brett Michaels, Paula Poundstone, Jenna Fisher, Josh, you know, I get his last name. Dumal. Dumal. Spelled Duhamel, but the ladies went crazy, however you cut it. Oh, yeah. I love that guy. <laughs> also, Bob Us Barker. Too. All of them will be on today's show. Good morning, good afternoon, whatever time of day it is, Animal Radio fans. It's Vinnie Penn coming at you with another Party Animal segment. Sometimes I just open with a question here on the Party Animal segment, and that's what I'm going to do this time, and you can perhaps, if you'd like to uh, display your comedic chops, email me at vinnieatanimalradio.com. Why are there some people out there who own both a cat and goldfish? I don't understand what that is. Do they want to actually view a goldfish nervous breakdown? Is this something they want to say? They're amused by it. Hey, look, yesterday, look at the way it's trembling. Nose, we're leaving. They jingle jangle the keys in front of them. We're about to leave. We're leaving you alone with Sabretooth over there. That's right. Another nine hours. Look at him shake. Look at the fish shake. Isn't it hilarious? I've never understood homes that have both a cat and an aquarium. Did they miss Tom and Jerry growing up? Was that not on? They were watching Heckle and Jekyll. They were a Scooby-Doo family. 
I don't. Uh, th- do they even know that the second they leave? The worst thing about these house cats too is they don't just immediately run up. If you put a camera, if you rig your video camera to film the house while you are at work, house cats don't just immediately at five after nine. The second you leave, the second you get in your your Honda to go to work, they don't immediately pounce on the tank. They toy with those two tiny little goldfish, man. That cat's moving slow across the room, and he's looking, and he's licking his chops, yeah. And then, boom, he's right in front of them, and then maybe he'll back off. I don't know, maybe I'll eat you, maybe I won't. And then it's bobbing for apples until 5 o'clock. Why do people have both a cat and an aquarium? That is this week's question on Party Animal. This portion of Animal Radio brought to you by Tag.com. Is your dog an escape artist? Does she exercise enough? Tag is the pet tracker that lets you track your pet's location and activity from your phone or computer. And tracking both location and activity helps you keep your pet safe and healthy. Go to Tag.com. That's T-A-G-G dot com. This is Animal Radio, baby. Celebrating our connection with our pets, this is Animal Radio. Here are your hosts, Hal Abrams and Judy Francis. Welcome, my friend. It is our New Year's edition of Animal Radio. Today we are celebrating by playing back all the great celebrities that joined us in 2012. We had a lot. You had No kidding. Wasn't eight, it a great year for celebrities? Eight they, months of celebrities. They came out of the woodwork to talk about their animals. We'll be playing some of them back today. You'll hear from Davy Jones, Betty White, Christian Chenoweth, Brett Michaels, Paula Poundstone, Bob Barker, and so many more. We are still answering your questions. The entire Dream Team is here today. If you have a question for our veterinarian, Dr. Debbie, dog trainer, Alan Cable, dog father, Joey Volani, or animal communicator, Joy Turner, still taking your calls. So grab some eggnog and join us. Who is your favorite pet celebrity that, that, that you interviewed over the year? That's a tough one. It would. Uh, I'm, I'm thinking Paula Poundstone. She was good. Paula Poundstone. You want to you wanna hear her? Yeah. Let's go. Okay. One of my favorite comedians, <laughs> Paula Poundstone, is joining us. Hi, Paula. How are you doing? Hey, good. How are you? Oh, doing splendid, thank you. You're on tour, aren't you? I am. It's a perpetual tour, though. It's not the kind that's on the back of a sweatshirt. <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's, it's like it's a tour like how you eat. Perpetually you know? eating. Yeah, up. you just do it every day anyways. You're going to be in San Luis Obispo in Jamestown. You're on Jamestown on the 2nd. Is that correct, August? Second. That sounds right. You don't have it in front of you, and you shouldn't. You know, you should have people that you take care of that yeah, stuff. They just take you, know? you. Just get in the bus, and they take you. I gotta, I gotta get some people. <laughs> no people will not. I don't have any. I don't have any people. But you, you do have a pretty big family, though. I do. I have. Let's see. I have three. I have three kids. Sixteen cats. Yeah. Wow. Sixteen cats. Yeah. And you know, people say to me all the time. You know, I get when I say how many cats I have, I get that that sort of judgmental gasp. You know, <laughs> you know that one. And they go, "How did you get?" 16 cats. And I can tell you exactly how I got 16 cats, which I, I had 15, and I got one more. Uh. <laughs> and I think the fact of a question like that really concerns me about America's relationship with math. <laughs> Not that hard to figure out. I, I ended up, I, we, we, I, I have a, 
I have a lockbird bunny, a, a bearded dragon lizard, and one ant left from my ant farm. Yeah, oh, yeah. I had an ant farm when I was, uh, and I couldn't keep those ants alive on a bed, but you have one ant still I'm left. I'm the exact same way. I can't keep them alive on the farm. Can't <laughs> kill them in the kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just hanging out in his little, is it a little Uncle Milton's ant farm, one of those green ones? That is exactly right. Where, you know, and, and I'll tell you, part of the reason I, I'm fascinated by ants, they have such a work ethic, you know. <laughs> I mean, they couldn't have but a teeny bean, you know. They, 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 they can't be the brightest creatures on the earth because their heads just aren't big enough. And yet they know exactly what to do, right? The minute you pour them in, because you don't get the ants when you buy them. You have to buy the ants separate. Oh, yeah. uh-huh. So you get the farm, and you put the sand in the farm, and then it's just solid sand, and then you put the ants in, and they get to work right away. They tunnel uh, within the first day of having them, they've got pretty much everything under control. They have, sometimes it depends on the ants, but for some ants, they actually have separate rooms for different things. Um, for example, um, uh, they, they have a burial ground, which I know because it's full right now. I only have one ant left. <laughs> And uh, they even have a period of mourning, although my aunt hasn't been able to uh, have that because uh, he's doing all the farming on his own right yeah, now. Yeah, that's so, what I was thinking. It's yeah. kind of a lonely thing for him. And usually they work together. I can't imagine one single aunt. Uh, yeah, you know, he pretty I mean, much cries and plows, cries and plows. <laughs> Uh, back to the cats, because you know what? We, when we moved into our house, we had, to, you know, people, when they ask the landlord how many cats are they, they tell the landlord how many cats they have, they usually divide it in half. You know, if you yeah, have. Yeah, they only admit yeah. to half of them. Yeah, that's if, right. If you have four cats, you say you have two cats. Now, you have no, you own your house, obviously, I would imagine. No, we, we rent. You rent. Now, well, did, we only have three cats. Three cats. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, yeah, you don't, you're absolutely right. It's sort of like hiring a contractor. You know how they always say you have to, for, con- for, for construction, my son is kindly making a loud noise. Well, you have, you have three kids that you've adopted? I, do, I have, I have, I have three, I have three kids, but two of them are really hard, so it's like having 16. <laughs> now, who takes care of, like, cleaning the litter and all that? I mean, that's a lot of litter to clean. I do it. You, I can't imagine you walking around from litter to litter cleaning them all day uh, long. Yeah, you know what? I, you know, I have a callus on my hand from uh, sifting. I swear to you, uh, it is my job. I, I always have sort of a little. Uh, I'm always kind of, you know, vibrating ever so slightly, uh, and, and, and uh, you know, from the sifting motion. And uh, you know, my hand is always kind of rocking a little bit. And, and uh, people sometimes think it's, you know, some sort of neurological problem. And I say, no, no, it's, it's sixteen cats. Um, and you know, once you have sixteen, by the way, a lot of the love goes out of it. You're, you're more of a you're more of a cat haver after that. You just have them. They're here, and I take good care of them, by the way. But they're uh, you know they're annoying beyond belief. Well, I'm a little concerned about your bearded dragon and his constitutionals. How's he doing? Why? What's wrong with the dragon? He, well, there was a little problem there for a while, but he's uh, he's good now. He's he's good. Actually, you know what? At one point, I took him out. I put him on a, a, a leash, and uh, his head. Slowly turned, because, you know, they have eyes sort of almost on the side of their head. And uh-huh. His head slowly turned sideways, and he, and he looked up and just froze for a while. Uh, like You could tell he was thinking, you got a really big hole in your screen. <laughs> He's sort of used to, a, a, you know, a somewhat... Somewhat limited life, I guess, but uh, I, I, it's, you know, I can never tell. <sighs> he seems happy to me. He seems like he's not constipated anymore. No, I, thank goodness. That was a horrible episode in our lives. I'm telling you, nothing worse than a constipated bearded dragon. Well, you know. No, and by the way, in, t- in terms of uh, uh, in terms of waste product, 
Oh, my heavens. Really? Yeah. You know what? Forget nuclear weapons. <laughs> Forget a large arsenal. Take a plane. Fill it with that. Uh, you know what? Any nation will bow to our will. <laughs> okay. Well, let's uh, let's give the website out where people can find out what city you're in. Uh, is it uh, is it over at paulapoundstone.com? It is at paulapoundstone.com. What else are you going to find over there? Um, well, actually, I'm, I, I, I've, I've been making some films about my... My garden this summer. I have a rogue zucchini. A rogue zucchini. What What do you mean by that? Uh, well, you know, I'm not much of a gardener. L- last year, I planted bell peppers, eggplant, spinach, corn, and tomatoes came up. <laughs> Where did this come from? I have no idea why. I'm telling you, nothing else grew except for tomatoes, and most of those were eaten by a rat. And then this year, I planted. Uh, a bunch of stuff, including tomatoes, including, you know, one, this is pretty much the same array. And I planted, however, zucchini. And the zucchini leaves just took over everything. It looked like that scene in Lost in Space when the plants <laughs> ate the deuteronium and grew really big and then reproduced Judy. Um, they just grew huge, and they, and they killed all the other vegetables. Uh-oh. People don't think of uh, zucchini as violent. No, you don't. Was, uh, no. My, my, my friend Gordon describes it as a cage fight in my, in my garden. Um, and, uh, yeah, so I've, I, you know, I've made some... Uh, so there's a lot of films on there. There's a 24-hour camera uh, on my on my cat's food and water bowls. Oh, that's good. Uh, that's pretty cool. I'm going to go oh, check that yeah. out in just a second. Yeah. Well, of course, they don't eat all the time. No. You know, when they're there, yeah. ours it's a spectacle do. to see, I feel. Yeah, well, 16 of them. Yeah. That's a lot of food. Uh, the other day, somebody was telling me there's a more environmentally friendly um, kitty litter, which I'd really love to uh, partake because, uh, you know, it's a big part of our lives. Kitty litter, that yeah. is. Yeah, sometimes I say to myself, okay, should I? can the kids go to college or do I get more kitty litter? That's kind of where we are. <laughs> that's, a, right that's a tough decision there, what yeah. to do there. Okay, so check out the website, paulapoundstone.com. Check her out on tour. She's just as wild there as she is on the phone. You know what I love about you is, you, you know, so many comedians come out, they have the same old routine over and over. They can't add lib worth a fart and people actually think you have plants in the audience because you you deal with people and have immediate witty responses for them it's my favorite part of the night i do the time honored where you're from what do you do for a living and in this way um uh, little biographies of the crowd emerge of individuals in the crowd and i kind of use that to set my sails for what to talk about and where to go and it seems to work pretty good you do it good check her out in concert paula poundstone right here on animal radio thanks thanks so much for having me guys Is your dog getting enough exercise? It matters. Tag the Pet Tracker uses smart GPS tracking to help keep dogs from becoming lost. And now, Tag has activity tracking, a great way to track your pet's daily activity. In a recent survey conducted by Tag, 9 out of 10 vets agreed that a device that tracks and manages activity is beneficial. So keep your pet healthy and safe with the one device that helps you do both. Get Tag today. Go to TAGG.com. Service activation and internet or text-enabled cell phone service required. Help prevent pests on your pet with monthly topical flea or tick treatments. Advantage 2 for cats or dogs kills through contact so fleas don't have to bite to die. Canine Advantix 2, which is for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, and mosquitoes, repels biting flies, and kills lice. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantix 2 kill all flea life stages, including eggs and larvae. Advantage 2 and Canine Advantix 2 are recommended 
recommended by veterinarians and are available at animal hospitals and pet specialty retailers. And now the top five reasons to get Genie from DirecTV, the most advanced HD DVR ever. Number five, Genie recommends new shows based on what you already watch. Number four, Genie eliminates inconvenient boxes in every room. Number three, Genie has three times more HD recording capacity than cable. Number two, Genie records five shows at once. And the number one reason, Genie serves your entire home with one HD DVR for a full HD DVR experience on every TV. Call now and get a free upgrade to Genie, plus lock in your savings for two years. Packages start at $29.99 a month. Call 800-399-5101 now and get 47 channels of HBO, Stars, Cinemax, Showtime, free for three months. That's 800-399-5101. DirecTV client or an RVU-enabled TV device required for each additional room, additional advanced receiver fee supply. Three times more claim is based on one Genie HD DVR setup. Offer requires 24-month agreement and entertainment package or above. First, your savings on entertainment is $25 a month. Second, your savings is $10 a month. $29.99 package not eligible. Offers M2613. New approved customers only. Lease required. Other conditions apply. Call for details. This is Jerry Seinfeld saying happy holiday, happy new year, happy you, and see you next year. It's Animal Radio. Happy almost new year. We are taking a look back at 2012 and all the celebrity guests that we had on. As I mentioned earlier, one of the biggest... Season of the stars that we've ever had in 12 years of existence. It, uh, what, eight months? Eight months of nonstop celebrities. I'm just dreading next year you're going to want more. Well, sure. <laughs> I understand you're already working on next year's lineup of all the celebs that'll be uh-huh. on it already. But we're celebrating this year. One of the big guests that we have every single year is Bob Barker. Now, Bob, Bob and Alan kind of hit it off. Uh, you know, I, I I don't like to talk about me and Bob, but uh, yes, we have we have definitely formed some sort of a relationship. Is it true that he sent you a Christmas present? Yes, he did. It uh, it was uh, about eighteen feet long. Eighteen. <laughs> it keeps growing. Yes. Yes. Yeah. First it was yes. five, then it was ten. He I said, have it now. I'm using it right now. I'm so lost here. I mean. <laughs> He has Bob a, gave me one of his long microphones there, Deb, one of his super long microphones. Oh, okay, uses, all right. That he used to use on the show. Uh, let's go back to hear how this all went down. We go back, back, back. And we welcome back for his 10th appearance on Animal Radio, Bob Barker. Bob, how are you doing? I'm doing very well, and it is a pleasure to be back with you. Well, thank you so much for, for joining us. How are the rabbit? Mr. Rabbit is uh, doing splendidly. He uh, had a streak about a couple of weeks ago where he had a little problem internally, and uh, he's nine years old now, which is old wow. for a rabbit, and we were really worried about him, but boy, he toughed it out, and he uh, he's running around here now uh, just as happy as he can be, and of course, we're all happier because of it. Well, of course. How are you doing? You feeling pretty good? Yes, I feel fine. I I uh, have no complaints whatsoever. I, I've been blessed with uh, good health. You live all these years and not have anything more seriously wrong with me than I've had is a blessing. It really is. Good for you. You've been spending so much time uh, taking care of the animals the last few years. I have indeed. I was taking, I've been taking care of animals ever since I was a kid. But uh, in recent years, I've had more time for it. And uh, I've been taking care of animals all over the world. This time I hear it's, it's all about pigs. That's right. Yes, that's with Mercy for Animals. Fine what? group, Mercy for Animals. They do some 
splendid things through their undercover work. And uh, we were working, or they were working, on behalf of pigs who were suffering terribly in these, and are suffering terribly in these gestation crates, they call them. Mm -hmm. They put them in uh, barred crates that are just a little bit bigger than the pigs themselves. They can hardly turn around or lie down comfortably and are kept there their entire lives. And uh, I'm happy to say that there are firms now that are refusing to buy pork from uh, farms where they use gestation crates. But not one company? Uh, No, uh, Walmart. It's Walmart. There were three companies that they were really anxious to uh, uh, reach, and one was Costco. Costco just looked at the tape and said, we won't buy any more from companies that use the uh, gestation, uh, gestation crates. Well, well, okay, so this tape, what, what tape are we talking about now? Well, let me finish this, and okay. I'll, I'll get to that. And then I, Walmart said that they would need about four weeks, consider it. And then there was another uh, company. I, I'm at an age now, I sometimes forget I'm Monty Hall. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> There's another one that has, uh, upon looking at the tape, decided that they would no longer uh, buy from this farm that used gestation crates. And and pigs are very intelligent. Uh, some yes, of the uh, pigs pigs have, have make wonderful pets, yeah. and and they they rip the testicles out of baby pigs without any uh, any uh, anesthesia anesthesia. At all. Why do they do this? Is it is it economic? Does it save them money yes. to keep them in these terrible it, cages? It's all a matter of greed. You have brought up a very good thing here. That's the basis of almost all animal cruelty, animal exploitation, animal uh, uh, mistreatment. Why? why Why do they beat animals to make them do what they want them to do in uh, movies uh, or commercials? Because they make money from them. Now there are there are folks who uh, treat animals humanely and and well during uh, filming of commercials and movies too, right? I mean, there are folks that are good folks too, right? Well, unfortunately, I haven't met a lot of them. They would lead you to believe they are, and the American Humane Association, of course, is putting its stamp of approval on on uh, everything. And uh, the American Humane Association has been supposedly protecting animals in movies. More than 50 years, it's probably closer to 70 now, Mm. and in my humble opinion, they have completely failed to fulfill their responsibility. You know what? I'm behind you on that. I just heard about this movie that they were supposedly watching over, and some horses uh, uh, got killed. It was a Dustin Hoffman series, and actually they canceled the series. never got on the air as a result. They were out here at a racetrack and uh, killed two horses, and, of course, American Humane jumped right in and, and defended uh, the uh, producers and said that their, their representatives were on the, uh, on the set and that everything was done just the way it should be done. Then why were the horses dead? Yeah. Don't people have uh, to pay to get uh, that? It was, they got such bad publicity that they just dumped the whole, the whole show. Judy, you, don't they have to pay to get that stamp from the AHA? Yeah, they have to pay like 50 grand to get that, to stamp. Get that stamp. So the, the AHAs get money too. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, that, I didn't know they actually had to pay for it. I know that the, uh, American Humane Office, uh, in Hollywood is supported financially by the uh, movie industry yeah. <laughs> and so how are you going to how are you going to uh, and and the and all the years that they have been uh, 
supposedly protecting animals in movies. I don't know. I can be corrected. I stand. I will. I will accept a correction. But I don't know of a single time that they have filed charges against any animal. Uh, uh, trainer for cruelty. Yeah, I think their pockets are being filled by the the wrong people. To mm-hmm. I don't think they're standing on the right side of the fence. I've always felt that, and you know what? I'm glad to hear it from you now because uh, so, yeah. So I when you it. see, I, when I, you I'll see, you, I'll give you a quick example of it. I heard there was a movie years ago called Project X, and uh, it involved a lot of chimpanzees. And uh, I heard from a man on the set, an eyewitness, that these chimpanzees were being beaten unmercifully by, mm. I think there were several animal trainers involved, uh, uh, maybe as many as ten. I know seven. But in any event, uh, they to- he told me that, uh, that they were beating these animals with clubs, fists, back- blackjacks. He said they were pulling, jerking them around the that one uh, chimp was practically bald from uh, having its head jerked around uh, with the hair of the head. And so I, at that time, knew the people out at the American Humane Association. And I was actually hosting a television show for them, an an awards show. Mm -hmm. And uh, stupid Barker and uh, naive Barker. So I picked up the phone Mm -hmm. And I called the then director of the Hollywood office. And I told her, it was a woman, and I told her, I said, I understand that they are beating these chimps with blackjack. And uh, her reply was, Bob, they have to show the chimps who's boss. And I knew from that moment on Mm -hmm. that any association of mine with the American Humane Association had come to a close. Sure, sure. And, of course, a lot of people remember back when you were hosting uh, some awards show and they, they were wearing fur coats and you oh, bowed that out. that was Miss USA. Yes. Universe. Yes. Yeah. You're a good I, guy. I resigned yeah. from that, too. You are such a You're good guy. So I love it. So when we see at the end of a movie that no animals were harmed during the filming of this movie, you can't believe that. I, I, I thought, you know, I'm it made me feel a little... skeptical anytime you see that. Wow. Well, you keep up the good work. We know your time's busy and uh, we appreciate you spending time with with us today. We also appreciate everything you're doing but, for the animals. But Bobby, before you go, are, are you sitting there in a suit right now? Are you wearing a, a high-priced suit right now in the chair there? <laughs> I'm sitting here wearing a pair of uh, tennis shoes. I'm wearing a pair of jogging pants, and I'm wearing a t-shirt from uh, uh, the Pirates of... Uh, East Carolina University. Oh, there you go. I have just one more question, Bob. Do you have an abnormally microphone uh, handy, and can I have it? (laughs) An abnormally long microphone. I I really want one. Every man should have one of those. Absolutely. Bob, thank you so much for your time today. We appreciate it. We'll talk to you soon again. I hope you do. This is number 10? This is number 10. At least. Oh, my goodness. You know, you may do 30 or 40 before we're through. I'm hoping. You're our most frequent guest. Yes. There's nobody that's been on animal radio more times than you have. Even me. If anybody upsides me, I want to be interviewed immediately. (laughs) Okay. I want to be number one. You got it. There you go, ladies and gentlemen. Bob Barker. Pleasure to talk with you always. Take care. Bob Barker joining us once again on Animal Radio. Animal Radio is brought to you by... 
Help prevent pests on your pet with monthly topical flea or tick treatments. Advantage 2 for cats or dogs. Kills through contact, so fleas don't have to bite to die. Canine Advantix 2, which is for dogs only, repels and kills ticks, fleas, and mosquitoes. Repels biting flies and kills lice. You bathe your pet at home, and now you can dry them like a pro with the X-Power Pro at Home Dryer. This lightweight, compact, quiet dryer is perfect for winter bathing. The X-Power Pro at Home Dryer comes with four styling nozzles, so you can get the professional look at home. Get the X-Power Pro at Home Dryer during this holiday special for just $89 through January only. It makes the perfect gift for the entire family and is endorsed by me, Groomer Joey Villani. Available at Amazon.com or ViperPet.com. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. Think where you live means you have to settle for a slow online experience? You don't! That's why we're introducing Exceed from Viasat. Exceed Broadband brings together the highest capacity satellite in the world, state-of-the-art ground equipment, and breakthrough technology to bring you super-fast speeds. Think what you could do with that! Watch streaming videos, TV shows, and movies with less buffering, share photos faster, enjoy video chats with less jitter, and send and receive files all much faster. Call Exceed Broadband at 800-397-4999 and you get three data plans to choose from. All with the same amazingly fast speed. New feature is Late Night Free Zone. Exclusive to Exceed. Customers can download as many movies, shows that they want during overnight hours and it does not count towards their monthly usage. Call now for special offer 800-397-4999. We think it's time you get the online experience you deserve. Think fast. Think Exceed Broadband. 800-397-4999. Dial 800-397-4999. Now that's 800-397-4999. Again, 800-397-4999. Exceed broadband. Now that's fast. Call 800-397-4999. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by the Scoop Free Self-Cleaning Litter Box. Never see, touch, or smell messy waste again. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. There's been a lot of talk about BPA, that chemical that's found in plastic. And if you microwave it, you can get cancer and, you know, you're supposed to stay away from BPA. Certain dog toys contain chemicals that studies suggest could lead to health problems in your dog, according to a presentation at Society of Environmental Toxicology and Chemistry Conference that was held in California. The worst offenders appear to be plastic fetching batons. They're called bumpers, and they're used to teach dogs how to retrieve. Well, in the process of training a lab, you do a lot of work with these plastic bumpers. Co-author Phil Smith was quoted as saying, he said, I've got a lot of bumpers in my garage, and they spend a lot of time in the mouths of my retrievers. Well, since we all care about our dogs, we want them to be healthy and smart, we decided to look into it. Well, studies indicate that, yes, they could, and they could lead to negative health effects. So you want to check your toys and make sure that they don't contain that BPA. Well, we all have pets and feel like, ah, they can just tell how we're feeling, right? Nobody understands us better than our dog. Well, you know what? They might. The matter is a little more complicated than you think because researchers need to tear apart true empathy from a phenomenon known as emotional contagion. It's more of a knee-jerk reaction, like when you're yawning, somebody else will yawn too. Your dog could do that too. But it doesn't necessarily mean that your dog is empathizing with you. In experiments, dog owners pretended to have a heart attack or, you know, be very sick. Well, the dogs didn't respond at all. They didn't come up to them. They could care less. 
Another study found, though, that therapy dogs are both emotionally and physically affected by their work, and they need massages and calming measures after their sessions. What they realized is that dogs do have the capacity to empathize with humans, and the reason is because dogs originated from wolves, and wolves are highly social animals that engage in cooperative activities and are believed to have some ability to empathize with their fellow wolves. So because they came from that, they believe that dogs actually can empathize with humans. So have you ever bought a new toy for your dog and then you found up found that it ended up on the floor You spend a lot of money on the toy. You could spend a lot of money on a brand new toy or a sock and play with the dog with the sock. Well, here's what they found out. They did a lot of research. And dogs get bored. They'll lose interest quickly in toys, um, especially if they don't make noise or things like that. But what they found, the bottom line is, to keep a dog interested in a toy is a human. So getting on the floor and playing with your dog will keep them playing with that toy that costs 50 bucks or that sock that's in your drawer. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by the Scoop-Free Self-Cleaning Litter Box. Just replace a disposable litter tray once every few weeks and never handle messy waste again. Learn more at ScoopFree.com. Do you enjoy cleaning your cat's litter box? <laughs> I didn't think so. Scoop-Free is the litter box that cleans itself so you don't have to. Scoop-Free automatically rakes waste away, but unlike other systems, you can leave Scoop-Free alone for weeks at a time without handling waste or refilling litter. All you do is replace a disposable litter tray, and you'll never see, smell, or touch messy waste again. Learn more about the number one rated automatic litter box at ScoopFree.com. What dog food is specifically designed to reduce the risk of cancer, settle digestive upsets, reduce scratching and shedding? Canine caviar. What dog food reduces red tear stains and hot spots? Canine caviar. What dog food has probiotics that reduce the chance of soft stools and have a higher calorie count for better nutrient absorption? Canine caviar. So what are you feeding your dog? If you didn't answer Canine Caviar, visit CanineCaviar.com today and get your pet started on a longer, healthier life. Hi, how can I help you? You already did. With my, uh, <clears throat> car loan. Sir? You know the great low-rate loan I got after you gave me that GM discount. Um, excuse me, but did you just say something about a GM discount? Oh, no, no, no. I said, uh, gee, I meant this counter instead of the other one. Oh. That was close. Sir, you really don't need to whisper. It's no secret. The credit union member discount from GM is available for all of our members. Really? 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 It's part of a program called Invest in America that gives credit union members special discounts on new Chevy, Buick, or GMC vehicles way below the MSRP. And as a member, you can save even more with some of the lowest financing rates available on auto loans. That means I can save on a car and a loan. Shh. What do you want everybody to know about it? Actually, yes. With the GM discount and the Invest in America program, there's no better time to buy a new vehicle and to belong to a credit union. Visit lovemycreditunion.org. Credit unions are federally insured by the NCUA and are equal opportunity lenders. We've decided to make no New Year's resolutions this year, simply because we don't keep them. I hope you'll join us. We're taking a look back at 2012, quite a year for Animal Radio. It was the year that, uh, well, Alan 
Kibble joined us. Alan Kibble joined us. Alan Kibble, like I joined with Kibble. I have Kibble, and I am Kibble. And uh, a lot of things went on this year, but we had a lot. Of, we had an eight-month-long season of the stars, Jeez. bigger than ever, and it featured some great artists. One of them was, uh, well, some great celebrities at least. One of them was Kristen Chenoweth from that show that. Is no longer on TV. What was the name of that? For heaven's sake, like the Christian bitches or something. Yes, yeah. yes, yeah. good Christian. But GCB, I believe it was. Yeah, there you go. And I believe it was canceled. But we had her on in the height of her career. Yes, and we did. Here she is. <laughs> this is the one I'm most excited about today. Christian Chenoweth is joining us. Kristen, welcome to the show. Thank you. Well, how you doing? You're just a little rising star, aren't you? <laughs> I've been trying. I've been trying for about 16 years. <laughs> Persistence pays off. Yeah, it's huh? become an overnight success. <laughs> thank you. Thank you. I'm work, I always work at it. That's one thing I do is I'm always trying to get better. <laughs> well, we absolutely love the new series, and uh, it's, it's something that I religiously watch every week now. Uh, GCB, Thanks. of course, we're talking. Now, what, what was the deal? ABC didn't want to go with good Christian bitches, right? So they just... Did well, you? mainly um, Bobby Harling and Darren Starr had, had read the book and known about the book. and I think that inspired the show, but, you know, the characters are very different than the book, and the book really doesn't, the, the title doesn't really represent our show. So um, I think ABC wisely changed it to Good Christian Bells, and then it, on our call sheet, it just kept being easier to say GCB, and it kind of stuck. So, <laughs> I love that's it. That's how it happened. <laughs> well, now tell us, you are a big animal lover. Tell us about Maddie and the, that whole deal. Oh, you guys, is it wrong that I love my dog so much? No. <laughs> I love her so much. I, She's eight years old, and Aww. the other day somebody said, oh, did, is she a puppy? Did you just get her? Because that's how we are together. It's, it's like I just got her. Um, she's brought so much love into my life. She's a Maltese, and I named her Madeline Kahn Chenoweth after my favorite um, singer, comedian, and she is the love of my life. She's seen me through boyfriends and deaths in the family and success, and she's just my she's just my person. Did she go with you to the set? Is she always with you? What's what's the deal? How, yeah, how often? She's always with me. She is literally almost an extension of me. I sneak her in. I probably shouldn't say this, but yeah, I sneak her in everywhere. And recently I got in a, her as an emotional support animal because she really is my emotional support. So now that makes um, life a little bit easier for her and I. But, you know, she's a little bitty thing. She's six pounds. And, but, I mean, very feisty, oh. just like her mama, just like her mama. Have you had her since she was a puppy? Yes, um, I got her in Staten Island the day after we, we opened in Wicked. I knew that I wanted her, and I had picked her out a month before, and um, it, she couldn't be taken away from her mama yet. Uh-huh. So I went to pick her up, and I'll never forget, I, I got a, a car. I, I rented a uh like just a count, count car to come pick me and take me. And they sent a stretch limousine. And I thought, this dog is never going to know <laughs> how good they have it. I was like, you're little orphan Annie, and I'm Daddy Warbucks. <laughs> we were just talking a few minutes ago about how we let our animals sleep in bed with us. And they could sleep sideways in the bed, and we will do whatever it takes to accommodate them. Oh, oh, I have woke up sore because <laughs> I've been on the end of the bed or not wanting to move. So I've stayed in one position. And then I'm like, in my mind, 
mind, why am I just, why am I uncomfortable for my dog? And I'm like, you know what? I don't really care. And I've had, like, boyfriends that are like, your dog sleeps in your bed. I'm like, yeah, and you won't if you don't like it. Yeah. So. <laughs> You're, hit the highway if you don't like it, right? Exactly. What do you think the thing that you do that spoils Maddie the most? Oh, God. Really? I mean, do you, how long is the show? Um, <laughs> first of all, I know that the dog whisperer would, you know, say this is wrong, but when we're on a walk, I let her walk me. I let her do whatever she wants to do. I let her sniff and smell, and I just let her walk me because I figure she's mostly inside with me, and if she wants to be outside and take a stroll and sniff every single blade of grass, that's fine. And another thing I do is I just I let her lick me. I, I, not not everywhere, but, but, but I do let her just... <laughs> She loves to lick, and I let her lick my hands and my face, and I just let her lick because she likes it. Yeah, I let my dog go decide where we go for the walk, which well, streets, where we turn. Well, you also give her yeah. all kinds of treats from the table, Judy. You'll all, uh, she'll eat whatever you're eating. She'll eat. So yeah. do I. I don't give her like the fatty parts of the meat. I give her like the, the best good stuff. part. <laughs> the good stuff. Exactly. That yeah. that they deserve it. They're our babies. I, I always wonder what they think of us. They probably think this is just normal, you know. Well, you know, you've heard, you've always heard that thing about you know if an alien looked down and saw us walking our dog and us picking up their poop, they'd know who's boss. <laughs> oh yes, they would, and it's true. They're not wrong, by the way. No. I think for me, I always say to my mom and dad or whoever I'm with, I like. You know, do you think she knows how much I love her? Yes. And, and they always say, Kristen, yes. Yes. Now they've just gotten to saying, no, but she doesn't. She thinks you hate her because I ask it all the time. <laughs> I just want her to know how much I love her. Did you grow up with animals? I grew up with a ton of animals. I had dogs. I had cats. I had a cat named Toma. I had two dogs that were Keyshounds, um, Lady Diana and Prince Charles. I had a canary <laughs> named um, Johan uh-huh. after Bach, one of my favorite um, composers. And my most, of, a lot of my relatives are farmers, so we had horses and cows and chickens. And I, I have grown up with animals around me my whole life. But Maddie is the first pet that I got as an adult uh, on my own. Makes a big difference. It does. Well, you you created an organization for, uh, around Maddie, didn't you? Yeah, it's um, it's thank you for asking. It's called Maddie's Corner, and the, the slogan is "Animals Helping People Helping Animals." And oh. what we'll do is, you know, a lot of times people will just move and they'll just leave their dog, mm-hmm. just, or leave their pet, and they'll just move and leave it. And sometimes we'll we'll find out somebody who needs, you know there's been a death in the family or they've been left alone uh, human-wise, and we'll match up the animal to the person. Oh, that's great. And, yes, and also we do a lot. Like right now we're um, gathering some funds for tornado victims and uh, misplaced you know, animals that have lost their home. And if there's ever a, you know, a national natural disaster, we help in those arenas and we help dogs get their shots and neutered and spayed and things like that. So we're kind of an all-around thing. But the slogan is animals helping people helping animals. I love it. Is there, is this a nonprofit? Can people give money to this organization? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Thank you. It is a nonprofit. It is something that I really want to continue to, to grow and take to the next level because, as you guys know, there are so many animals in need. Are you going to get Maddie written into the script on GCB? <laughs> I've already been thinking about how to do it. And Bobby Harling is like, look, I think Harling Cockburn would so have a Maltese. 
The problem is that my dog, I got a non-actor dog. She doesn't like cameras. Uh-oh. She doesn't like when when we're when we get you know Nam's last talk of her or anything. She turns the other way. I think what I did is I did toddlers and scares too much when she was little. I did photo shoots with her and I dressed her up and now she's just like bitter. Ah. She's bitter. <laughs> so I'm just gonna leave her be and if she ever wants to make an appearance in the show and it works, then maybe we'll get her in there. I can't wait to see the next episode and I am so appreciate you. you taking time to visit with us today. Of course, and I just love what you guys stand for and thank you so much for having thank me. You. Thank you guys. Take care. Bye. Bye. He said, we're all across the USA, the most listened to pet show today. Animal Radio, we're everywhere you go. Animal Radio. Animal Radio. It's Animal Radio, you lucky dog. Almost New Year's Eve. Do you have any big New Year's plans? Judith? I'm going to stay home and hope that I make it till midnight. Same as every year. <laughs> Do you even stay up till midnight? You know, sometimes I don't, but sometimes I go to sleep, but then I set my alarm so I can be up just before midnight so uh, I can toast it and then go back to bed. Yeah, the fireworks don't wake you or anything like that. So. Yeah, I can uh, sleep through anything. After having all cats and dogs and everything in the house, I can learn how to sleep through up. anything. Yeah. <laughs> well, good. I, I hope you all have a wonderful and safe New Year's, we encourage you to watch out for your animals. If there's fireworks where you live, you might want to keep them inside. You know, fireworks can freak them out. Oh, yeah. The the bolt, they get lost. And the last thing you want to do for a new year is look for uh, your pet, your dog, your cat, any of your animals. So I want you to have a safe and happy New Year's. We are looking back at 2012. We had a a really amazing lineup of celebrities uh, throughout the year. Congratulations. That's all you. This is all Judy. When we have oh, a celebrity on Animal Radio, it's all about Judy. She's she got these celebrities and you know that that worries me though. Next year? Next year, yes. How am I going to top that? We had over 8 months of celebrities this year. And who were some of your favorite celebrities? Oh, let's see. Some of my personal favorites were Davy Jones, of course, who we mm-hmm. just lost this year. Mm-hmm. Uh, Brett Michaels, um, Jenna Fisher, and of course, Betty White. I could Betty just White. have her on so many times. I love talking to She's her. She's such a big animal lover. Isn't she? Well, all of these wonderful celebrities are coming up next hour right here on Animal Radio, including uh, Glenn Close will also be in there. And in just a couple of minutes, we're going to talk to Nancy Cartwright. Well, we'll play back the interview from Nancy Cartwright. Of course, Bart Simpson. And she uh, she has seahorses. And a cow. That's all on the way right here. If there's a certain uh, interview from 2012 that you really enjoyed, you'd like to hear it again, why don't you give us a ring? Or just to say hello, Happy New Year, 1-866-405-8405. This portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by the X-Power Pro at Home Dryer. You can bathe your pet at home and style them like the pros. Get the X-Power Pro at Home Dryer during this holiday special for just $89. Now, this is all the way through January. They've extended it through January, so you still have a chance to pick up on the Pro at Home Dryer. It's available at Amazon.com or ViperPet.com, and it's endorsed by our very own groomer, Joey Villani. Nancy Cartwright, up next, right here on Animal Radio. Dogs or cats, horse or emu, animals are people too. What is a hairball anyway? And why are cats always throwing them up? 
Hair balls are just that, balls of cat hair. Cats regurgitate hair and food products they can't digest. There are actually two types of hair balls. Cats make one type in the back of their throat and another in their stomach. Both feel equally as disgusting when you step on them in the middle of the night. You can cut down on hair balls by brushing your cat often or using one of the many hair ball remedies at a pet supply store. Make sure you have your cat checked out by a vet if you think the vomiting is not hair ball related. But hair ball tossing is perfectly normal, even in a healthy cat. So watch where you step. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Animal Radio. Radio. We are celebrating our connection with our pets looking back at 2012, and we're, we're hearing from a lot of great celebrities. Uh, in just a second, we're going to hear from Nancy Cartwright. Of course, for those of you that don't know, she was Bart, is Bart is, Simpson still, yes. on uh, The Simpsons. The Simpsons, yeah, that show. How long has that show been running? That's oh a gosh. pretty long time it's been going on. Uh, this portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by the Pet Tracker. If your dog's an escape artist or doesn't get enough exercise, you can track your pet's location and activity from your phone or computer with the Pet Tracker. It helps you keep your pets safe and healthy. Head on over to tag.com today. That's T-A-G-G.com today. This next celebrity... She is uh, probably one of the best-known celebrities we've had on the show, except if you run into her in the supermarket, you're probably not going to recognize her. No, even if you hear her voice, you probably won't recognize sure her Sure you voice. will. You think so? Yeah. Does that ever happen to you, Nancy? Are you at the cash register at, uh, let's say, a supermarket, and you're checking out, and you say something, and somebody says, hey, I know who you are? You know what? Rarely. Because when you hear my normal voice, which is the one I'm using right now... Yes. Um... I don't think I sound like, like, here's, here's Bart Simpson, right? What's happening, man? Yo! Judy, hi! What's happening, dude? Uh, Nancy Cartwright, Bart Simpson, and of course a multitude of other voices, which we're just finding out. I'm actually realizing that, uh, boy, you you do a lot of animal voices on a lot of different other programs. You're uh, uh, Chucky on Rugrats. You're Rufus, the naked mole rat on Kim Possible. Yeah, I've been Little Ponies. I've been a Gusty Pony on My Little Pony, and I think I think I did about eight ponies: Sunflower Pony, Baby Pony, Star Dancer Pony, <laughs> bunch of ponies. I've been a Snork. I'm not sure what a snork is, what kind of an animal that is, but I was a snork, I've been, what else have I been animal-wise, um, oh, uh, well, another critter who I don't know is an animal or an alien was FX, I think he might have been an alien, I've had my share of non-humanoid critters. Well, so, do you have any pets at home? Yes. Well, tell us about your pets at home. We have tons of pets. Really? Um, I live on a I live on a one acre ranch style. Well, it's a, a kind of country farmhouse, and we we just got finished renovating it. I've got uh, two dogs. I've got a golden retriever named Lydia, um, and a little mixed dog Betty. He's kind of I think he's a he's a combination of like a, a black lab 
and a and a and a Dalmatian and a Ferrari because he runs really fast. <laughs> He's a cool little guy, little buddy. And we have three cats. We have Emma, who's totally black, and then there's Pip Pip and Cheerio. <laughs> and you know what? We just got we put in this um, saltwater fish tank, uh-huh. and we've got the most beautiful. Oh, I am in love! And we've got seahorses. We've got these oh, two wow. seahorses. And they're so yummy. They're just like, they're magical. And I just, every day going down there and they're, you know, you have to, to take a little bit of extra care to, to feed them because uh-huh. they don't have the abilities like normal fish do. But, but they just kind of dance and they swirl and they go with the flow of the water. And they're starting to get more confidence with, with this environment because they've only been with me since the second week of January. So uh-huh. they're really getting, they're getting acclimated to this space. And, oh, they're just magical. Well, uh, don't they... Uh... Uh, normally carry the children in uh, uh, the male. D- the male usually. Yeah, it's it's quite a different system where the female has the eggs and then she plants them into the male, mm-hmm. and then the male they get they get embedded into the interior lining of the male's pouch. Mm-hmm. Then he will what you call fertilizes them, and then he incubates them for the, the like for two to three weeks and feeds them internally, and then actually gives birth to them. And wow. he, they can have as many as fifteen hundred little baby seahorses at one one shot. Have you gone through that process yet? No, not yet. Me personally? (laughs) Me personally, I've carried my own two babies. (laughs) Do you know if you have a male and a female? We do. We have one of each. And typically the males are a little bit smaller than the females. I'll tell you, this little female, her name is Giddyup. They're Giddyup and Seabiscuit. And little Giddyup, she is amazing because within two days, she was just totally exploring the entire tank. She would, she would float, she would lift her body and she would just float up to the top, kind of go up to the top. Then she would lay horizontal and then the weight of her snout, and then when she would curl her tail, it would form a ballast and like a parachute, she would drop down to the bottom. Wow. And she would just dance and swirl and then spiral across. She just is in love being here. She, it's just, and it's just terrific watching them. They're, so, they're much better than a television. Oh, yes. <laughs> if you have too many babies, can you speak? Bay and neuter seahorses? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think I want to get into that. <laughs> we won't go there. Well, now, are you speciesist? Uh, we have uh, fish, we have cats, we have dogs. Which one do you like the most? I love my pets. And, you know, living on this this kind of farm, we've, we, I've sort of turned it back into the original farm that it was. We're building a, a big old barn. And I have a, I guess my prize pet probably would be my life-size fiberglass Holstein cow. <laughs> milk dud. Milk dud? <laughs> yeah. You said fiberglass, right? She's fiberglass. She, she's fiberglass. But you know what? She's, like I said, milk dud. She doesn't actually give milk, unfortunately. But That's the name. Well, I had to do it because they don't have a cow, man, because I decided I should have a cow. <laughs> We're talking with Nancy Cartwright, of course, the voice of uh, many cartoon voices, but most prominently the uh, voice of Bart Simpson. You say you love pets. You've had pets yeah. most of your life. What, what was your first pet? We always had dogs, though. I don't know, and I don't know why we never had cats. But as soon as I could, I got my, I got cats. I yeah. wanted to have cats too. And I, I just, you know, I don't know if other kids make this mistake, but man, when I grew up, I always thought. The dogs were the males and cats were females. Sure, I understand that. <laughs> Go figure. That is just like, I don't know how old I was before I figured out that mistake. Wow. And then you get to the real world and you realize that the seahorses are, are having the babies and, the, and that the birds are, the boy birds are usually the prettier birds, which doesn't apply in the human world. Exactly. Mostly I remember our dog that we had named Barney. And Barney was a schnauzer.
Cocker, Cocker, Spaniel, Dachshund mix, Schnock-a-Cock-a-Dock, I think is the, <laughs> the correct term for him. Um, but Barney was such a good guy, and I remember going off to college, and my heart was broken because, you know, I had to leave, and it was it was Barney probably that I was going to miss the most. Uh-huh. But just having a, an animal around and an animal there to greet you when you get home from a, either coming home from school or, you know, as an adult coming home from work. I love having dogs and cats, and they can actually, in our house, I don't know if this is typical, but they, they actually get along with each other. It's uh-huh. amazing. portion of Animal Radio is brought to you by Lubricin. Don't let your pets suffer with joint discomfort and their discomfort with Lubricin. It tastes great and animals love it. Visit them at www.lubricin.com. That's L-U-B-R-I-S-Y-N.com. We are looking back at 2012, some of the greatest celebrities that have joined us throughout the year. And one of my favorite ones was Glenn Close because, well, frankly, I didn't know she was an animal lover. You see her in all these movies. You see her in, uh, well, it was, uh, what was the one? 2001 Dalmatians. Uh, 101 Dalmatians. 101. <laughs> yeah, something like that. And Fatal Attraction. Fatal the Attraction. Rabbit. She seems to have this thing where she doesn't do well with animals. And what about damages? She supposedly oh, yes. had a had a dog killed, I believe. Let's go back, 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 way back. Everybody is a pet lover, even Glenn Close. And she is on... Line two. Well, hi, Glenn. Hi. How are you doing? I'm doing really well, thank you. Did we catch you at work? No, I'm back from work. I worked earlier today. You've got a grueling schedule, I understand, working on damages, right? Yeah, fun, though. Well, I welcome you to Animal Radio, and there's one thing I want to clear up first for all the listeners. Um, You've played some roles. (laughs) (laughs) I know what you're going to say. Glenn, how could you? Oh, yes, I know. But we know different. You're you're very much the uh, animal lover, aren't you? Yes, in fact, I'm feeding Bill and Jake as we speak. (laughs) Tell us about Bill and Jake. Oh, Bill and Jake are adorable. There's a woman called Elaine Sober who lives in McAllister, Montana, who for a number of years has um, bred this wonderful combination of terrier mixes. Mm. And um, my family's had a lot of them. Uh-huh. So Bill and Jake are Montana Terrier Mutts. <laughs> Montana Terrier Mutts, okay. How old and are they, they? they go with me everywhere. Jakey's eight. He's actually my daughter's dog. And uh, Bill is six. So they go with you to uh, on the set and everything? Yeah, they do. Oh, how fun. They're, they're the uh, mascots of Steiner Studio. I have a nice room where they can stay, or I love to bring them down to the set if it's not, you know... If it's conducive, and we tape their little jingly collars so that uh, they won't disturb the sound, and they <laughs> everybody just loves it when Billy and Jake come. They don't ruin a take or anything, huh? No, I mean I've had two of my other dogs in movies with me, and they're so sensitive to you know to my every move and voice that they're it's, they act as if they're their highly highly trained dogs. So in some ways, I wish that Jakey had been my dog in the movie, but I don't think, I don't know if he, I don't think he could have been taught to bark. And like that. <laughs> have they ever tried to sneak on the set during the filming and actually be part of the show? No, that, no? Would, that would never happen. <laughs> it would be hard, hard for them to get past all the people that would you know, waylay them before they got to the set. 
Do you have a childhood animal that sort of changed the way you thought about animals? I have been surrounded my, by animals my entire life, so they've informed me from, you know, from when I can remember. So I've never had a life without animals, especially dogs. My first dog uh, was a collie, and uh, we, we lived on a wonderful piece of property in Connecticut, but it had a very long, straight road along one edge, and so a lot of our dogs, unfortunately, died on that road because mm. people would speed. Mm -hmm. um, and with the farm, you know, so it was kind of hard to keep track of them all the time. And we didn't have, they didn't have the now the invisible fences and all that. Mm -hmm. So my, my first dog, you know, met his fate on Round Hill Road. Um, I, and I wore his belt. I mean, I wore his collar as a belt. That's how little I was. Aww. And I have a huge memory of him. He was a wonderful tricolor collie. Mm -hmm. And uh, we grew up with collies. And then my dad was in medical school, and he would rescue dogs from the lab. That, they, that probably they'd found on the oh, New, yeah. New York streets. And so we had not only collies, but um, a great motley assortment of New York street dogs. I'm very much a dog Christian, though I also have two cats. They're, they're, <laughs> probably, they're probably spoiled just as much as the dogs. I wouldn't say my dogs are spoiled. My dogs are extremely well-mannered. I guess they're spoiled in that I try to include them in as much as my life as possible. Mm -hmm. I think, you know... Dogs love to be included. Definitely. <laughs> You're listening to Animal Radio. Zooming you. 1-866-405-8405. Taking a look back at some of the great celebs that we had on this last year. Every year, it seems like Betty White has joined us. Oh, yes. This lady, she is, uh, how old is she now? Like 150? <laughs> she, man, she you loves would think all the work she's done. How'd she... Compact that into all those years, and she still looks like she did when she was. Uh, she looks she? the same she looks as the Golden great. Girls. Yes. Does she have any pets? Oh yes. Oh, yes. Anything with four legs on it, she says. Hello. Hello. Hi, Judy. Hi, Betty. How are you? I'm fine, but I can hardly hear you, darling. I'll try to speak up. Hi, Betty. Hal. Well, hi, Hal. It's Betty. Nice to talk to both of you. It's well, you too. Very nice to talk to you, of course, uh, the great actress, but not, oh, not a lot. I got you fooled. <laughs> well, hey, listen, that's all that matters, right? <laughs> right. You're also a big animal lover, too. Well, that's my real work. I mean, show business is my hobby, but my real work is animals. Oh. I love them dearly. Of course, but I've been with the Morris Animal Foundation for 37 years. We're wow. a health organization. Tell us a little bit about Morris. Uh, we're headquartered in uh, Denver, mm -hmm. and we're an international organization. We fund humane studies into specific health problems of dogs, cats, horses, and zoo and wildlife. And it, it's we've done. We helped develop the Parvo virus vaccine for dogs and the feline leukemia vaccine for cats and that kind of thing. And you're also uh, a, a part of the SPCA LA, is that yes, correct? Yes, I do their telethon every year and I work with them. I've worked with them for, for all these years. Oh, that's great. Well, do you remember your first animal, the first animal that you made that connection with? Well, I guess it was before I remember because when my folks brought me home from the hospital, 
uh, we had Toby, a marmalade cat, mm-hmm. who was... Uh, uh, what, what kind of lady? Marmalade? Marmalade, an orange cat. Oh, okay. <laughs> they call them marmalades. Toby would sit on the corner of my crib, and my mother always said, if Toby hadn't approved of the new baby, she would have sent me right back to the hospital. <laughs> <laughs> so I come by my animal love naturally. Hey, did you have kind of a reverse role as a child? Instead of you bringing home pets and asking your parents if you could keep them because they followed you home, your parents did did that thing? That was it. They'd say, oh, Betty, he followed us home. Can we keep him? So, of course, I was in hog heaven. We all just loved him. Are you a cat person or a dog person? Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm an anything with a leg on each corner. I don't care what it is. But I'm, I'm a big kitty person. I, uh-huh. My bobcat, I just lost my bobcat. I'm about, sorry. A month ago, and he was uh, he was about eighteen, and uh, he oh, was a foundling, so I didn't know his exact age, but he uh-huh. was a beautiful Himalayan who was such a people cat. Sounds like he lived a, a very long life too. Yes. Well, any other animals at home? Yes, I have a. They're looking at me. I have a golden <laughs> retriever. He was puppy raised in Alaska to be a guide dog. Wow! But he his hips didn't quite measure up, so he went into career change, <laughs> and uh, so he's ten now, and his name is Kita, K-I-T-T-A. Wonderful. Because in Inuit, Kita means forward. And then I have my little old girl here, my little Shih Tzu, Uh Panda, she's a black and white Shih Tzu, who will be 15 in September. I talk to my pets a lot. Do you think I should be embarrassed about that, Betty? I think you should be embarrassed for apologizing for it. (laughs) That, That, believe me, I, of course, I talk to all animals, but but the, the pets, they may not know the exact words, but they read you so completely, your tone of voice, your your body language and all that. And you just deal them into the, into the family and, and deal them into the conversation. It's amazing the results you get. Well, I, we actually have a, a cat that actually runs the radio show. Oh, uh, really? What, what kind? A black and white tuxedo cat. Oh, I love tuxedos. He's, uh, he, he watches us all the time. He's making sure that we're working and, and doing everything properly. And, of course, if any city officials or government officials come by, uh, we refer them directly. To uh, Boog. To Boog. Is oh, his name. well, of course. What? <laughs> His name? Boog. Boog? Oh, well, but please give him my love. I will. Now, let me ask you this question before we let you go here. I, I know that you're a wonderful actress and animal lover, but I just realized you're also the author of four books. I love writing. Someday I'll get back. To, I've got number five started, but someday I'll get back to are, it, but not right now. Are these animal books? Well, the first one was Pet Love, oh. uh, how pets take care of us. They were therapy animals, you know, not only guide dogs but hearing ear dogs and and hospice cats and all that so that was pet love and then uh, the next one was uh, Betty White in Person, which was a series of how I feel about grief and marriage and and love and all that sort of thing. And the third one was The Leading Lady, who was my beloved Dinah. She was a golden retriever guide dog that when she retired as a guide dog, she belonged to my best friend. And, of course, he was going to keep her when he got his new guide. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But she just went, she couldn't face, a, a, she lost her master, she lost her job, and she just went under the bed and wouldn't eat or anything. So I said, let me try her, Tom. And uh, so she came to me and had a whole new job. She had my housekeeper to break in, and the <laughs> mailman, and the UPS man, and the pool man. So 
Tom and I wrote the book. We didn't write it together. He wrote his chapters on his early life with diners. He was a special correspondent for uh, Good Morning America, mm-hmm. and he used to travel all over the country with just Dinah, and she would take him all over. Aww. So he wrote his chapters about the young Dinah, and I wrote mine about how her wonderful transition into this new life. And she came to me when she was 11, and she made 15 by three days. Wow. <laughs> and so Tom always said he t- she taught him how to grow up and me how to grow old. Uh, thanks for everything that you've done for the animals. And before we leave, uh, any words of wisdom that you'd love to give the listeners about their animals or about animals in general? Yes, just just enjoy each and every day. Their roads are shorter than ours, so make the most of every day that you're together. And also be, be, be responsible for your own animals, and then we wouldn't have an animal problem. Yes. If everybody took their own responsibility and dealt that, that pet into the family and considered everybody else, even the people who aren't as animal-oriented as we are, if you don't take your responsibility, you turn animal moderates into animal haters, and you don't want to do that. No, you no. sure don't. Thank you so much. Well, thank you for the work you both do. Thank you, Hal, and thank you, Judy. Thank you, Betty. Betty White on Animal Radio, and there's more Animal Radio on the way. Stick around. I would if I could. (laughs) Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Animal Radio is brought to you by Natural Balance Pet Food, the finest food you can buy for the health of your pet. No matter which line of Natural Balance Pet Food you choose, you know it will truly be the food for a lifetime. Visit www.naturalbalance.net to learn more. Dogs or cats... Horse or emu, animals are people too. The Danish Air Force paid about $5,000 to Santa Claus after his reindeer died of a heart attack when two fighter jets roared over his farm. Olavi Nikonov, not the real Santa Claus, of course, said his reindeer Rudolph, not the real Rudolph, just a helper, died after the screaming F-16 jets flew at low altitude. Nikonov wrote to the Air Force who compensated him for the loss of the reindeer and some vet expenses. Unlike the real Santa, Nikonov had only two reindeer and now has only one, so he'll use the money to replace Rudolph. No word if his reindeer can fly or if the Air Force is preparing for any coal deliveries in December. I'm Britt Savage for Animal Radio. Animals are people too. Because animals can't speak for themselves, Luperson is committed to giving them a voice. Pets with undiagnosed arthritis suffer in silence. Be their hero. Give them all-natural Luperson. Luperson's oral joint supplement acts as a natural lubricant, ending your pet's discomfort. Luperson has a formula for you. Your pets and your horses taste great, and animals love it. Visit them at www.luberson.com. That's L-U-B-R-I-S-Y-N.com. Hi, I'm Dick Van Patten. And I'm Jimmy Van Patten. And we're here to talk to you about our new line of alpha grain-free dog and cat formulas. And we've been the leaders in grain-free nutrition with our LID formulas before grain-free became a trend. Our new grain-free alpha formulas combine multiple high-quality proteins at balanced levels with unique fruits and vegetables for vitamins and antioxidants. For more information on alpha and all of my dog and cat food formulas, visit naturalbalanceinc.com. 
And now the top five reasons to get Genie from DirecTV, the most advanced HD DVR ever. Number five, Genie recommends new shows based on what you already watch. Number four, Genie eliminates inconvenient boxes in every room. Number three, Genie has three times more HD recording capacity than cable. Number two, Genie records five shows at once. And the number one reason, Genie serves your entire home with one HD DVR for a full HD DVR experience on every TV. Call now and get a free upgrade to Genie. Plus, lock in your savings for two years. Packages start at $29.99 a month. Call 800-399-5101 now and get the NFL Sunday ticket free for the rest of the season. That's 800-399-5101. Direct TV client or an RVU-enabled TV device required for each additional room, additional advanced receiver fee supply. Three times more claim is based on one Genie HD DVR setup. Offer requires 24-month agreement and entertainment package or above. First, your savings on entertainment is $25 a month. Second, your savings is $10 a month. $29.99 package not eligible. Offers M2613. New approved customers only. Lease required. Other conditions apply. Call for details. I hope Santa brought you everything that you wanted for Christmas and your pets. We're taking a look back at last year. Well, this year. I guess it's still, still this, this year. year. Still yeah, this year. Still this year. A few more days. And looking at some of the great celebrities. i got to say, you really packed it on a lot of celebrities. I know. The- and you know the only bad thing about that is you're going to expect even more for next, next year. year. I know. How do I top that? So we're taking a look at some of the celebs that visited us this year. And uh, one of them we lost tragically this year. And we just we interviewed him just before we lost him. The, uh, Davy Jones, Davey of Jones, course, yes. of the monkeys. A big horse lover. He actually died in the stables. Had a heart attack with his horses. If I die, if I have oh, a heart attack. That. Yeah, I want to be with my cats, my dogs. Yeah, okay. when I Oh, you will be because you're always with them. So, <laughs> yeah, and they're out to get you. So it's yeah. just a matter of time. See, I don't because my dogs will pee on me. <laughs> they will. They will. They will pee on me. I. 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 I oh, swear right. that that they. They definitely will. They'll fight over who goes first. Probably. Hey, Davey. Hello. How are you doing, Davey Jones? Joining us. I got to tell you, you have broken the monotony around here. <laughs> I can't believe I'm speaking to the Davy Jones. Uh, I'm here. 47 times they mentioned me on the Brady Bunch in one episode. Can you believe it? <laughs> well, now you're still touring? Yeah, it's amazing. You know, most people think I'm dead. But, you know, I'm not really. I'm, I'm out there. In fact, I, I, last year, this, this last year, I, I played uh, Epcot Center. Uh, they call it the Flower Power Festival. And um, you get all these uh, entertainers, you know, so that come from the 60s. And it's, it's Flower Power. And I've been playing that for about seven years. Uh, uh-huh. You know, you do three shows a day. And uh, it, it's, it's quite easy, you know. I mean, it's an afternoon, evening thing. Then you go straight into the fireworks and you're home by 9.30. You know what I mean? Yeah. Usually they just wrap me up and put me back in a little Disney box and I'm out <laughs> next week, you know. But I played there on Mother's Day and I am again this year. Any of you people out there, middle of May, want to go to Epcot and see me perform? Um, it's on Mother's Day. This year I gave out T-shirts that said, Davy knows your mother, you know. So. <laughs> and, you know, something's all changed, of course, because I, I noticed Peter Noon was there and so I went to see him the night before. And he, he, you know, they're all getting old, these guys, you know. <laughs> I mean, he thinks, Mrs. Brown, you've got a lovely woman. Walker, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> and, and, and then Tony Orlando, he, he was there too, and he's like, knock three times on the ceiling if you hear me fall, you know? <laughs> and, and, and oh, Roberta Flack, 50 ways. Uh, first time I ever forgot your face. That was what she. <laughs> and I, I think Paul Simon's there, 50 ways to lose your liver, but that's, you know. 
and, uh, and and I think Abba's singing Densha Queen these days. I'm not quite. It's all kind of funny, tongue and cheek, you know, because people pat me and say you look just like you used to. So I made these T-shirts up with my face on from 1967, you know, uh -huh. just to prove them wrong. So, um, good things stand the test of time, and I think the monkeys uh, can be included in one of those absolutely, little categories. Absolutely, absolutely, especially you. I Jeez. gotta say, well, Mickey, Mike, and Peter doing okay. They're all in the actors' home in Hollywood, you know. <laughs> I went to see them a couple. Yeah. Weeks ago, and I went over and I said, "Do you know who I am?" <laughs> and Peter said, "Ask the nurse; she'll tell you." So it was—they're all doing good stuff, and they're all working hard. And you know, it's just a case of uh, setting an example. We didn't ask to be role models. We didn't ask to be—you know—sort of anything other than that TV show about a rock and roll band. Well, now uh, it must be the animals that are keeping you so youthful, huh? Well, yeah, I've got—I've um, got a number of horses. I'm down in Florida here right now. I've got a couple of broods mares that just came back from Ocala um, uh, in full to uh, a horse called Genesis. Nice horse. And um, I, I've got a couple of, I've got a driving horse. I've got an Arab that's, uh, he is kind of the pony horse. And then i got a little show jumper that we mess around with in the local shows here. And, you know, okay, winner takes all sort of thing. But um, I have a couple of nice horses. One, especially in the town I live in down here. Uh -huh. His name is Indian Town Jones because this is the town I'm in called Indian Town. So, you know, everyone knows me in town. My picture's up in the uh, in, in the in the local post office, I'm not wanted or anything like that. But I'm about the only guy that's not in that. So and then you know in the local cafe, and they have my records on the wall, and so I'm quite at home. You know, I I'm pretty famous here in the suburbs. If, if you hadn't started with your singing career with the monkeys, would you have been a jockey? I think so. I ride work all the time. Anyone that understands what that is, they exercise the horses in the morning on the track. We start about four thirty-five o'clock. Oh my gosh! Uh, no big deal. You guys are there at that time anyway. I mean, uh -huh. it's just like being a radio personality. Uh -huh. uh, you get up, you take care of it because you've got to be off the track by ten a.m. because uh -huh. the racing starts at you know one. They've got to prepare that. And I ride two or three in the morning, gallop a couple. Sometimes I sit on other people's, but you know, um, it might be an old gray cottage, but there's a fire burning in the grate. You know what I'm saying? I love yeah. to. I love to ride. It's kept me really out of those silly, you know, red cars clubs and the rest of that <laughs> Hollywood baloney, you know. Uh -huh. um, I'm an entertainer, you know. I, I, I don't need anyone around uh, other than my audience to, to recognize that I'm a celebrity sure. and that I'm pretty famous, in, you know, in their eyes anyway. And you can't tell anyone that's a Davy Jones fan that he can't sing, he can't dance, he's not the best-looking guy in the world. And, you know, it's, it's very simple, you know. The rules have been laid down, and uh, um, it, it's pretty much... Um, Everybody knows their part. I sing, they scream. <laughs> I sing again, they applaud. You know, they request stuff. And, and you don't get tired of it. No, it's, it's, it's my life, you know, and I'm very fortunate, you know, as I say, not to diss anybody else because, you know, it's far easier to be critical, critical than correct. But, you know, I mean, I get a bigger buzz out, out of going into Publix Market down in Florida and have somebody stop me in the cheese department and say, <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> what, you, you know who you are? <laughs> and I say, yes, I do know who I am. Well, wh wh why are you in here? And I say, because it's called food. <laughs> and they expect me to, you know, go moonwalking into the, into, into the bread department and, you know, then jump into my Rolls Royce opened by my chauffeur. But I'm a pretty down-to-earth guy. The curtain comes down, and, and that's the end of that character. And I just become a normal person. The horses... I, I've, I've had a um, number of dogs over the years. Obviously, Labradors have always been my favorite. They're very compatible. Four daughters, all girls. Wow. They've all ridden. I flew a horse out 
to California to Del Mar, which is a very prestigious racetrack. Yes. It's out there in San Diego, beautiful San Diego. And I loaded him up in Newark and got on a flight, and I met him in Los Angeles. I got him off, we drove him down, got to the Del Mar racetrack. Three days later, he was running at the Del Mar Futurity Handicap. Do they um, enjoy it, Davey? Do they enjoy it? They... Um, I don't think they... T this boy does. Indian Town Jones enjoys it, because he's, he's quite a... a, a a baby in the stables, you know, you can, I could sit a stranger on him and he'd, he'd walk around the, the yard being led, but not, well, I would never put him out, anyone on the track on him, but, um, I ride him on the track. They, they, they like to exercise. They don't want to spend 23 hours in a box. That's the only problem right. with most racetracks. Sure. They are confined. It is a very hard thing to deal with. My kids hate it. They don't want me to do the racing thing. They love the horses. They want to have a petting zoo, you know. Besides horses, do you have any dogs or any other animals? I have a cat. I had a couple of cats. And uh, one of them was scared off by a wild cat, and I, I'll get him this year. Uh. I'll chase him off. But um, I've chased him off a few times. It's ridiculous. Like I can running... see you running down the street. Oh, oh yes, I have been, honestly. <laughs> I live on, like, a retirement village down here, and, I, you know, it's like I'm running, passing, you know, people uh, uh, on their bicycles, you know, going around in circles. And I, I had Labradors in England for many years. I have a lovely old home up in Pennsylvania where I spent half my year, and I've been reluctant to get a dog for the last 10 years. And the reason being is I see deer there's one doe been down every other year and had a, had a her little uh, fawn right in the backyard you know um, oh, wow. only a few acres right in the middle of the borough but oh, surrounded wonderful. by cornfields and such and then I, I, I I've got little chippies around you know and, and squirrels and and you know occasionally the turkeys are there I can't wait to get around the corner and see my my horses no, uh, you know they all think that you know they're the one they're the special one. Oh, of course and I brush them over and I keep them clean I look after them it's like, you know, my kids now eat. It's almost like, you know, it's almost like an excuse for me and has been because I've not always been able to be with my children. Mm -hmm. And you've got to have some kind of recreation. I mean, I still do all those, you know, things like anybody else was. I still, you know, try to be on the darts team for six months up in Pennsylvania. And I, <laughs> I still try to go, you know, down and bowl a few, you know, games down at the alley. And I, I do normal stuff. And I think that all fits in with being an animal carer and an animal lover and someone that cares about you know being part of a, a community and that's all the dog wants to do that's all the cat wants to be is to, you know and they say they're independent and they don't need but i've found that the more company i have with one of my barn cats she comes in the more she likes it mm -hmm. and i always wondered why she was so uh, you know off she was never very affectionate mm -hmm. but it was because of me i didn't give her that affection and then all of a sudden now she's getting old now she wants to be hugged and i pick her up every single morning Aww. and i pick her up she look at me before I, I put the food down she look at me i pick her up i give her a hug and i just hug her tight you know and um you love your animals and they love you unconditionally. That's about it. There you go. It's like your children, you know. Yeah. Check out www.davyjones.net. Of course, URLs to everything you've heard on today's show at animalradio.com. Davy, thank you so much for joining us today. Okay, it's great to talk to you. And, uh, you know, look after those pets, everybody. And, uh, and hope to see you soon. If you see it up there, check out the page, as we just said. And uh, maybe I'll be coming to you. Maybe coming to your town. Boom. <laughs> You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. Concierge desk, this is Amanda. 
Yes, I can recommend a great place for a walk. Flamingo, Bally's, and Harrah's Las Vegas are rolling out four-star treatment for our four-legged friends. Our new pet stay program includes in-room accommodations for up to two dogs, food and water dishes, sleeping mat, dog treats, specialty room service menus, and more. The dog days are here. Book your stay at Caesars.com slash Vegas or call 800-427-7247. This is Judy from Animal Radio. For months now, I've been telling you about the Stella and Chewy's dog food. Now I want to tell you about their cat food made with 100% raw meat. And just like all Stella and Chewy's products, these dinners are made without grains, fillers, artificial preservatives, colorings, sugar, or salt. They come in four flavors. Chick Chick Chicken, Super Beef Alicious, Charming Chicken and Beef, and yummy licking salmon and chicken. Visit their website at StellaAndChewies.com. That's Chewies, C-H-E-W-Y-S.com. Ah, bah, black sheep. Have you any wool? No, sir, no, sir. Some nincompoop with pantyhose pulled over his face stole all my wool sweaters and gaming system. Luckily, the Geico Insurance Agency recently helped me with renter's insurance. Everything stolen was replaced, and the little boy who lives down the lane was caught, trying to sell it online. Call Geico and see how easy it is to switch and save on renter's insurance. Some nights I can't get to sleep. Some nights I can't stay asleep. With Unisom, I can do both. Unisom sleep tabs are clinically proven to help you fall asleep 33% faster and keep you asleep longer, so you get a more restful night's sleep. Made with an ingredient not found in other leading sleep aids, Unisom sleep tabs are safe and non-habit forming. Just one pill takes the uncertainty out of bedtime, giving you the sleep you need. So I wake up ready to go. Unisom sleep tabs. Fall asleep faster. Sleep longer. This is an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Frolic Hat, the award-winning automatic pet toys that provide hours of fun for you and your pets. I'm Stacy Cohen for Animal Radio. Well, we've heard all the stories of somebody who was being prescribed the wrong medicine or the wrong dose, and then there were devastating consequences. Now a warning's been issued for pet owners. The U.S. Food and Drug Administration said these deadly mistakes are also being made with pet prescriptions. The FDA issued a warning about an increase in pet prescription mistakes. Investigators discovered errors that stem from simple issues, including unclear medical abbreviations on vet prescriptions, drugs with similar names and packaging, and simple penmanship errors all leading to mistakes where the pet paid. Many pet owners get their prescriptions filled at human pharmacies, which is also contributing to the confusion. Currently, most of the pharmacy curriculums don't even touch upon vet medicine, said Carmen Catazone of the National Association Boards of Pharmacy. Experts said ultimately it's up to the pet owners to provide that extra layer of protection. Wild turkeys have been terrorizing the town of Brookline. Several people have been attacked by the birds in recent weeks. Dozens of residents met with police last week. They were complaining about three of the birds in particular. They were branded as hostile Tom Turkeys. Brookline police say the best tactic is to threaten an aggressive turkey with loud noises. Get a broom or spray water from a hose. The Florida Fish and Wildlife Conservation Commission is giving away $1,500. That's to somebody who can catch the most Burmese pythons. The 2013 Python Challenge is going to be held January 12th. It's at the University of Florida's Davy campus. The person who catches the longest snake, they get $1,000. Well, it looks like apps aren't just for people anymore. 
There's a roundup now of popular pet apps for mobile devices, and the cost of apps range from free to just a few bucks. If you've got an iPhone or an iPad or an iPod, Dog Park Finder Plus, it's a list of more than 6,000 dog parks and beaches in North America. It also has 12,000 dog-friendly restaurants. That sounds good if you want to go out with your pet. You can find uh, pet-friendly hotels, 10,000 pet-friendly hotels with weight limits, pet fees, dog parks, and more. And then Pet Finder Mobile, the app of the popular pet search website, includes more than 370,000 animals from 14,000 adoption groups, and they'll be releasing an Android app very soon. I'm Stacy Cohen. Get more animal-breaking news at AnimalRadio.com. This has been an Animal Radio News Update brought to you by Frolicat, the award-winning automatic pet toys that exercise and entertain your pets. Learn more at Frolicat.com. Cats need to stimulate their curiosity, and Frolicat toys automatically entertain and exercise your pet. Turn on Frolicat Bolt or Frolicat Dart and watch your cat chase after randomly generated laser patterns. Or program Frolicat Twitch to turn on automatically so your cat can play while you are away. Frolicat's award-winning designs fit into your modern home and are fun for you and your pet. Buy them at your favorite store or learn more at Frolicat.com. Is your dog getting enough exercise? It matters. Tag the Pet Tracker uses smart GPS tracking to help keep dogs from becoming lost. And now, Tag has activity tracking, a great way to track your pet's daily activity. In a recent survey conducted by Tag, 9 out of 10 vets agreed that a device that tracks and manages activity is beneficial. So keep your pet healthy and safe with the one device that helps you do both. Get Tag today. Go to tagg.com. Service activation and internet or text-enabled cell phone service required. Some nights I can't get to sleep. Some nights I can't stay asleep. With Unisom, I can do both. Unisom sleep tabs are clinically proven to help you fall asleep 33% faster and keep you asleep longer so you get a more restful night's sleep. Made with an ingredient not found in other leading sleep aids, Unisom sleep tabs are safe and non-habit forming. Just one pill takes the uncertainty out of bedtime, giving you the sleep you need. So I wake up ready to go. Unisom sleep tabs. Fall asleep faster. Sleep longer. Because Susan switched to Geico and saved hundreds of dollars on car insurance, her retirement account wants to bake her a chocolate cake. But it can't. It's a retirement account. It doesn't have the upper body strength to lift a cake pan into an oven. Switch to GEICO, and every time you see the savings, you'll know your retirement account wants to bake you a chocolate cake. But remember, it can't. It's a retirement account. It is, however, happy that you're saving money. GEICO. 15 minutes could save you 15% or more on car insurance. It's Animal Radio. Yeah, we're working this weekend. But we're having fun looking back at all the celebs that visited us in 2012. I know, Dr. Debbie, you had a couple of celebs that uh, you really enjoyed <laughs> over the past year. Oh, come on now. Just because I was drooling over them, there's no reason to sit there. But yes, Brett Michaels was probably one of my most fave interviews. And yeah. I, I could tell he was flirting with me. You know, yeah. there's some chemistry. I think, and you know who else was flirting with you was Jose Canseco, too. He made it oh, obvious. Yeah. That was, he wasn't even hiding it. He was looking at your ring. Yeah, he was checking for a ring, and, uh, well, I can't say I wasn't looking up and down. He's so tall. Oh my gosh. What a specimen. Yes. Well, let's, uh, let's visit with Brett Michaels once again. Here it is, Brett Michaels on Animal Radio. 
I'm a pretty straightforward doctor type, but you know, I do have kind of a hard rock background, and I gotta say, I am a fan, Brad. Oh, there you go. It's it's always the quiet ones. Hey, Brett Michaels, welcome to Animal Radio. Hey, thank you all for having me on, and I am glad that it, we're causing a good buzz and a Twitter. Well, now tell me, uh, you have animals of your own. You have a couple of dogs, like two German Shepherds. Yeah, my well, let me start with the present. I've got uh, Diesel, uh, Diesel, and Phoenix. A male and female shepherd who I love, and and of course I have Marley and Harley the rats. Wow! And, uh, and, and we just yeah, and I've I've had you know my whole life. I said as far back, I always laugh as far back as I can remember. Um, and I don't even want to talk about the clothes then. I'm talking about at five and six in my uh, flood plaid pants. Uh, I've got sexy of me with my first first German shepherd dog named Tarkus Aurelicus. <laughs> don't, I don't know why I named that, but anyway, Park. And uh, I just was thinking, as as I was doing these accessories and the the whole collection, the whole PetSmart, the the whole Pets Rock collection, how fun it is because over the years I've made stuff. Just being creative, I've just made stuff that I thought was fun to play with with my dogs. I've had Malamutes, I've had Huskies, but for the most part, I've always had German Shepherds, but usually multiple dogs um, and cats and stuff like that. Horses, of course. But it's just, you know, one of those things that people that like animals and love animals, and I say this in general, really love music, too, and it's a great combination. Have any of the animals ever been muses for your music? Yeah, as far as writing a song about them? Sure. Yeah, well, I don't know. I'm not going to say that I necessarily wrote a song about my dog just yet. I've written a couple songs about my daughters. I haven't written a song about but they have helped me. Uh, in my recovery when I was real sick a couple of years ago with the brain hemorrhage and all that stuff, I got to tell you, it's, it, it is truly one of these things where they bring a certain amount of not only unconditional love, but a certain amount of just patience and security to come with having an animal that you love and they'll lay there with you and hang out and they're your friend through thick and thin. You know, we talk to a lot of celebs who say they don't want animals with them because they travel too much and that, you know, it just wouldn't be fair fair for them. to be leaving the animal all the time. But you take your animals with you? What's the deal there? Well, I spend about nine to ten months of my life, nine months on the road. Mm. But I have a ranch, and on the ranch, the the animals are either with me or taking care of, but my kids are always with them. Like, it's, you know what I mean? They're not... They're, they're never left alone. And I I sort of, I got to disagree with that a little bit because you can make, if you're out there traveling and doing stuff, you can make arrangements. I bring my dogs out for, mm-hmm. you know, you, you do about a three-day span and, and you're on the tour bus. It's great. You can make it fun. But at the same time, when anytime you put an animal out of its environment, it's going to get a little excited. It's going to get, uh, you know, nervous. And, and people that come around them, don't know, especially when you have a German Shepherd, who can be the friendliest animal ever. But a Shepherd, if if it doesn't understand or gets a bad vibe, can also be an aggressive dog. And I think people, you know, you you got to be very. I say use common sense. You don't. Mm-hmm. People don't want to just come rushing up to you if you have two big Shepherds sitting there. And, you know, so you use common sense on how you bring them out and, and have fun with the animals. Mm. But I have I have no doubt travel with my pets. And there's tons of photos online of me with my huskies and shepherds and 
all of them on the road. Mm. Awesome. Dr. Debbie speaking said, of, yeah, I'm sorry, go ahead. I, I was just going to say, speaking of uh, photos here, Brett, the other day I was just out <laughs> shopping and I literally bumped into you. Um, I was at PetSmart and there was that larger than life size uh, cutout of you and I was like, oh my gosh, <laughs> I got taken aback, but uh, I appreciate that you're definitely She, she actually lover. asked if she wanted, if she could take that cut, the <laughs> cut out home oh, with her. Yes, she yeah. wanted it. They said that you actually stole it. Is that true? <laughs> it's missing. You, you stole the Sandy? Because if you did, I am totally honored. <laughs> well, you've teamed up with PetSmart for this new new collection that you have. And tell, tell the listeners a little bit about right. it. Very simple. Well, first of all, we'll start with the standee. They, what we did is I think they had the standee because we're doing a big contest with the fans. Um, the line's just called Brett Michaels Pets Rock Collection. And PetSmart has been an unbelievably great, very interactive, proactive relationship I've had with them because I create all this stuff. And, and like I said, I laugh. I'm a realist. I'm one of those guys that's a dreamer and a realist. So I, I dream up these crazy ideas and I get creative. And then I almost reel myself back in when I know it's getting ridiculous, but PetSmart has been great, and we made it fun. Like, people, the first thing we did was a big photo contest, uh-huh. and everyone was sending in pictures, and, and then we pick out a winner, and they get the, we fly them out, they come on the road, you know, and, and, you know, if you're in Chicago, we play there, and people come out, we're in Detroit, we're playing there tonight. People come out on the road, and, and we get a chance to talk about not only the collection, but we talk about what's coming and, and the stuff that they like and the stuff they didn't like. It's really a, the whole collection is really fun, very rock and roll. I call it rock in my country because I'm sort of a combination of both rock and, and, and I've also had crossover country singles as well. And, and people, it, we've really had a great time with it. Yeah, I saw online one of your plush fox toys with a bandana and I have to say it looked a lot like you. Oddly enough, that may have been punk skunk. <laughs> What's happened is, too, is a lot of the kids are buying them because we made toys to play with. And I tested all these uh, on my Shepherds. And, you know, at first, some of them worked great. And then others that didn't work, you know, they bite them and throw them around. And, it, you know, the, the, the stuff that didn't work right, we didn't put it in the collection. And we'll go back and rework on it and make it safe and make it really durable but we've got everything from tour buses. Yeah, we have to one of those. Items. We have one of those tour buses in the studio right here that we're going to give away in just a second. It is so cool. It's like you can hide toys inside it. It's it's explain it for the listeners. Really easy. It's a cool looking flame tour bus. It's built copied after the bus I have, and people go in there and they. We've got little items that go in it. They can go inside of it. You can pull people out of it. You can. You've got everything from the bus driver to the fan <laughs> to the band to the crew. Uh, you know. Even a couple, uh, now, I won't say there's a couple really beautiful hot fans in uh-huh. there, uh-huh. a couple of those, but uh, the, the, the animal will thoroughly enjoy it. They understand the rock and roll. They'll get it. And then did you uh, create the sundresses as well? I'm going to tell you something. I gave them the logoing, and they, they had to give me a little help with that. Uh-huh. And my daughters, oddly enough, my daughters, Rain and Georgia, had a lot of input on what they thought was really, really, really cute on the animals. You know what I mean? And their friends would come over, and the one friend has a chihuahua. They, you know, I hope I said that correctly, but chihuahua. And they, uh, they bring over their little dogs. We put them on, see if some of them worked. And it's funny because when you dress an animal up, being very realistic, some of them love it, and they're like, okay. And others look at you like, what are you doing? <laughs> and and I, think, I think you've got to know what your pet's going to enjoy and not. But we found... We have a lot of success with the bandanas 
and stuff like that. The animals don't—it doesn't really bother them. They love them. And the the accessories, the little dogs, the smaller dogs, and the medium-sized dogs are really enjoying the the outfits that they put on them. And I think it's a lot of fun and adds a lot of personality. It is the Brett Michaels Pets Rock line, and it is awesome. Great stuff. Your pets will love it over at PetSmart. Brett, thanks so much for joining us today. Thank you all for having me on. I appreciate it. Thank you. Bye-bye. Radio. Today we're looking back, 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 back at 2012, all the great celebrities that have joined us throughout the year. And uh, hopefully you got what you wanted for Christmas. I know that uh, in my case, not so much. I didn't get everything that I wanted. I wanted one of these X-Power Pro at Home dryers. And I thought, Joey, I thought you would get one for me, but apparently uh, I didn't rate um, no, I figured, I figured that, um, box of, of, uh, like fruitcake, Panatone. I do like fruitcake. There you go. For those of you that didn't get it, you can, <laughs> the, the dog likes the pro at home dryer. Yeah. For those that didn't get it for Christmas, you can still get it for like $89, which is really cool. But, uh, tell us about it. Well, it's a great New Year's resolution if you want to keep your dogs clean. If you're, if you're planning on keeping your dogs clean, and also, and I hate to say this, so don't tell anyone I'm telling you guys this, you could save money off your grooming this way because you could do it at home and you can get professional results with this dryer. It's a wonderful, professional grade dryer. That has every attachment that you need to make whatever kind of dog you have look wonderful. Okay, it's powerful. It's as powerful as any of the professional um, high velocity dryers I've ever used. It's reversible, becomes a vacuum. It's two speeds. I don't know what else to say. I mean, it's I've I've used it on everything. I blow the leaves. I clean the motorcycle. I try to blow my wife out the door with it. Um, you know, works works good on everything actually. And it's great for too the dogs that de shed. You know, this is a good. This is a, dogs that shed a lot. You can use this, and it has enough power where it'll blow the hair basically off of the dog. You won't have to brush nearly as much. Okay, and you can still get it, by the way, for 89 bucks through the end of the month. $89 at Amazon.com and ViperPet.com. All right, it's Vinny Penn coming at you with another Party Animal segment on Animal Radio. Uh, i got to tell you something. I don't want to get anybody in trouble here, so I'm not going to mention any names. But there was over a friend of mine's house who's got this great dog. And it was there for a while, and I noticed that the house was very quiet. Uh, and I, I noticed something was off. Let me just put it that way. It was about three degrees out. So finally, after being there for about 20 minutes, it, it dawned on me. I'm like, hey, the dog, man. You know, where's your dog? And he's like, oh, he's outside. He was driving me crazy. Just put the dog outside. And I couldn't believe it. I said, dude, it's like three degrees out. I mean, we're breaking records here. I mean, you're looking at the map on Good Morning America. It's a sh- the whole country, the whole right side of the map, the shade of blue I've never seen before. You're putting your dog outside, and he points to the doghouse. And I know that, you know, dogs stayed out back in the old days, like a little house on the prairie and whatnot. But, but this doghouse was like a HUD doghouse. I mean, it was condemned, seriously. There was like police tape around it. And thanks to me, I got the dog back in the house. 
And then he would just got off into some tangent where he was complaining about his marriage and this and that. And, oh, my wife, you know, we haven't been getting along. You know, we haven't been intimate in months. The dog's always running the room, this and that. You know, I can't take it anymore. I want to have some sense. And I'm thinking, well, good. Part of you is blue, too. Vinny Penn, party animal, animal radio. You're listening to Animal Radio. You can learn more at AnimalRadio.com. Log on. Learn more. It's Animal Radio. Let's take a look back at Jenna Fisher, who joined us from The Office. One of my favorite programs. It's going to be history here soon. We're in the farewell season of The Office. And uh, Jenna, she loves her animals. She has a kitty. Let's go back, 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 back. We're topping off this week's show with Jenna Fisher. She's on the phone. Hi, Jenna. How are you doing? Hey, guys. How are you? Oh, it is so good to talk to you. Are you calling from the set? I'm not. I'm calling from my house. I I wish I were calling from the set. That sounds more exciting. But But you're working now, aren't you, this week? We are. We're shooting shooting the current season, the season five. But um, I had the morning off, which is a real treat. And so I'm talking to you guys. Oh, very exciting. Now, tell us, I remember in 2006, you were on the front of People magazine, or you were uh, you were pictured in People magazine with Andy. Is Andy still around? He is. He's 16 years old. Wow. Oh. He's doing great. Last year, he was diagnosed with the beginnings of kidney disease. Oh. And um, I have to say, um, if I, I worked for many years doing animal rescue, which I think you guys know, and through doing uh, animal rescue, I got sort of a crash course. I feel like I became a little bit of like a, a vet's assistant with my knowledge of various diseases and things that cats can have. And thankfully, I wasn't overwhelmed by the news that he had the beginnings of kidney disease because it's really manageable. And I give him sub-Q fluids at home every day. Oh, really? Like an IV? It's not an IV because I don't have to hit a vein, thank goodness, because I don't think I could handle that. <laughs> How is Andy taking to this? Well, that's the thing. He was a semi-feral cat when I got him and uh-huh. very feisty. At first, he was not crazy about it. I suffered several um, bites of protest and um, <laughs> scratches, and, and he would wiggle out. And now my biggest problem, he's so relaxed. You know, cats actually sort of like getting fluids. It feels good. And now after a year of doing it, he looks forward to it. He sits in his little basket. I put the needle in, and sometimes he'll make a little protest of a meow, but that's it. Now he's so comfortable, he starts to clean himself. Oh. While he's getting his fluids, and now my biggest struggle is making the needle stay. And sometimes when he cleans himself, it just pops out because he's so relaxed. Oh, well, that's good. I'm glad he's adapted to that. We have a similar situation with a cat here. and We don't have to do the fluids, but we have to pill him every day. And it took a little while for him to adjust to it. Now he actually comes for his pill. Are you serious? Yeah. Do you put the pill in something, like food or something? No. And you know what? He gets two pills every day, and he sits there. And if I don't get it exactly in his mouth, you can see him work it and actually swallow it. He actually swallows this pill. Yes. I cannot believe that. Is Andy the only animal that you have in your life? Yes. Well, um... I I had a dog with my Mm ex-husband, and um, my ex kept the dog. His name's Wesley. He was a rescue as well. And um, but every time either one of us goes out of town, we take care of we pet sit for the other. So actually, this month my ex is going out of town for five days, so I get to have Wesley, my my dog, for five days. Oh, that's good. And the cat and dog will be reunited, and um, 
which is always a lot of fun. Oh, you have visitation yeah. rights. That's exactly right. Exactly right. So, it, you know, it was tough because we rescued the dog together while we were married, but the dog always really took to my husband more, and um, they had a closer bond. And Andy had been mine since I was in college. Mm. And um, so, yeah, that was that was hard, but, uh, you know, I'm the... I'm the go-to person whenever he needs anything, and so. Did you travel with Andy across the country when you uh, left home for stardom in, in Hollywood? I did. I drove from St. Louis to California with Andy in a little cat carrier in the backseat of my Mazda hatchback, <laughs> oh, and no. it took three days, and I would stop. I put a, um, what I did was I put a litter box on, in, on the floor to seat behind me, and uh, occasionally when I would stop, I would open the little door, and he never wanted to come out. He just stayed inside that carrier the whole time. And when I would stop at hotels, I would stop at a roadside motel and sneak him in. Uh-huh. And um, and he would come out into the hotel at night, and I don't know when he would do it because, you know, when I was sleeping, he would sort of sneak over and use the litter box and eat a little bit, but he hated it. He hated that drive, and he only protested, though, I was about three hours outside of Los Angeles, and he finally started meowing. He had had enough. Ah, so you were sneaking him in the back entrance of the hotels, I imagine. I was, yeah, you know, because they don't allow pets, but what was I going to do? I was, you know, traveling across the country with my cat, and my only other option would be to sleep in the car with him on the side of the road or something, because there was no way I could leave him in the car overnight. Uh Yeah. (laughs) Ultimately, are you a cat person or a dog person? I, well, I would have to say I'm probably more of a cat person. Mm -hmm. Um, Growing up, my family always had dogs. We never had a family cat. And it wasn't until I went off on my own and got my own apartment in college that I found Andy and rescued him and sort of discovered the wonderful world of cats. And I just, I don't know what it is. I just, they're so smart and curious. And I love to watch him figure things out. You know, he... um, it was like he was seven years old, and one day, I, over the course of about a month, he decided that he wanted to open up kitchen cabinets. <laughs> and I watched him every day kind of work on this project, and eventually he figured out how to do it. And now every once in a while, I'll walk into my kitchen, and they'll be like, the bottom drawer is open, and he's sitting in it. Mm, okay. <laughs> and I just think that's so neat that he just one day, he's like, you know what? I want to open these up. Inquisitive. What is the uh, most spoiled thing you think you do for Andy? Well, I, I kind of let him bully me around with food. Mm. Uh-oh. You know, with his kidney disease and, and everything, he has to eat a pretty specific diet, so I can't be as generous with people food as I used to be. But um, when, I w- when I was raising him, I gave him some bad habits. When I just think it's cute, though. When I eat cereal... Sometimes he'll hit the spoon so that the milk splatters, and then he licks it up. (laughs) But it's so cute. I think it's so smart that he gets the milk off the spoon. And so I always say, I say, I'm an adult human, and I have to protect my food from my, my pet cat. While I'm eating, I have to, like, guard my plate because I've taught him very bad manners. He's allowed to walk on the table during dinner, which when I have dinner parties, then, you know, I have to put him back in the bedroom because, or if he jumps on the table, I act like it's the first time he's done that. I'll go, oh my goodness, I don't know why he's doing that. Oh my, I'm so sorry. Um, But of course, you know, he does that because every night at dinner, he sits up at the table with me. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He's been trying to do that. Yeah, that's probably the most, he's most spoiled. He has bad manners. 
If he wants it, if I'm drinking water or something and I have a glass, he can just walk right over and have a sip if he wants. <laughs> oh, the things we do for our animals. I know, but yeah. I just love it. Jenna, we so appreciate you taking time out of your day to visit with us. Oh, you guys, you know I could talk animals all day. Well, there you go. That's our best of show for 2012. Have a safe weekend and a great 2013 from all of us here at Animal Radio. Bye-bye. Peace out, Bye-bye. homies. This is Animal Radio Network. Network.